What the fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance Podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for misclicking. I'm just glad you're here, dude. I hope you're alive. I hope you're well. You know, I hope you're complaining over minuscule things. Things You know, I hope you're not complaining about medical bills, about a pain in your lungs, your life, your left lung collapsing. I hope you're all well and okay. And when I say complaining over minuscule things, I hope you're keeping that to yourself and in between, you know, your close group of friends that you're not going out there with signs with fucking signs protesting that says, I want a haircut. I hope that's not you. But if it is, thank you for listening. I Yeah, I can, I can really use all the listeners I can get. I would market my podcast to the KKK if that would mean, if, if that would mean like 100 extra followers. I swear to God, I don't care. <laughs> the number one comedy podcast of the KKK. I do not care. I will I will sponsor their message. And that means raking in a couple of bucks for doing this shit. I don't <laughs> Oh my god, that fucking protest, dude. And I'm not look, I'm not I'm not a and most things in life, this is my problem. I I've came to the conclusion that I don't know. I just I don't know, and I'm okay with not knowing. I am so comfortable with not knowing what is 100% real, you know? Because we used to be able to to trust the news, right? It used to be a reliable well of information, but that's not the case anymore. The news has lied to us a couple of times. So now I'm like super like suspicious over any piece of information to be honest like if you lie to someone once you know you you end up not trusting them at 100% you know what i mean but a lot of you fucks a lot of you are people who are who are who you know who who are in relationships and you have like abusive boyfriends or like or like fucking and when i mean abusive i mean like verbally you know where he like he, he says denigrate denigrating things denigrate what's that word he insults you. I'm not going to fucking spend the whole podcast fishing for that fucking word. He insults you. He says a couple bad things to you. He fucking, you know, he will lie to you. He cheats. People have girlfriends that cheat and lie to them. And they keep on going back. Just like with the fucking news. And they think that they know everything because they watch one source of information. Because they constantly refreshing the CNN page. And that doesn't mean that you know everything. Because you don't know. And when it comes to this coronavirus thing, there's like mixed information from one side and the other. And to be honest, at the end of the day, thanks to the internet, I don't know anything. Like, I've just accepted that. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not going to focus that much on what's happening on the world. I'll just take in the highlights, you know, I'll, I'll fucking digest in my own way and come to my own fucking conclusions, you know, but there's people that like radically believe the news or like radically disbelieve the news, just like the people that went outside the fucking protest and I'm okay with the protest. I, I think there, there is reason to protest the quarantine. There is, and there's also reason to stay quarantined. I understand both points of view but when you make a sign <laughs> that says i want a haircut that's one of the, like the one of the low tier reasons for you to want to reopen the country 
that's not the correct sign to hold to make your point publicly. Like, I want a haircut too, bitch, but like, <laughs> I'm not willing to sacrifice allegedly a bunch of lives because I don't know if this I don't even know anymore like I like I read from different sources of information and I'm I'm pretty I'm gonna be honest with you the reason why I don't know anything like I could do more research but the reason why I don't do more research is because of course I'm lazy but this is how lazy I am this is why I don't read the news because whenever I enter a news website you're like hey turn off your ad block and I'm like I I don't even want to do that. Like, just right there in that moment, there's just, like, one moment of resistance. One teeny tiny moment of resistance. All I have to do is do, like, two to three clicks. Two to three clicks. This, dude. This. And I'm and, and that, that, for me, is enough reason to be like, ah, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to browse on YouTube and hate myself. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to take in this piece of information that may or may not be true because who the fuck knows anymore? Who the fuck knows? Anyone, anyone who's like, I know, I know, and doesn't do like hours of research, they're just pretending. They're just putting on a fucking show and they're displaying their ego because they're too afraid to be like, I, I don't know, you know? <laughs> But holding a sign of, I need a haircut, that's not a valid reason to reopen the country. And I'm so angry and disappointed. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I am disappointed, you know? Like, how about a sign that says, my, you know, last night, me and my four kids ate one can of Spam and one box of instant mashed potatoes. Now, that's something I could get behind. <laughs> one can of Spam for four people is wild. You know what I mean? That's a valid reason. You know, people who can't afford shit. It's just, yeah, I'm down for that. But, wow, that's crazy, man. You know, people holding signs like, I promised my child that he'll have his birthday at Chuck E. Cheese. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, dumb fucking privileged reasons. <laughs> you know? That's on you, motherfucker. That's on you for promising your child something, dude. When I when I have a kid, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to promise him things. I'm going to much rather give him the valuable lesson of trust no one. Because, like, kids use this, like, do you promise? Do you pinky promise? And everyone just, like, breaks their little hearts, you know, because, you know, when you're working a tiring job and your kid's, like, he's already developed, you know, he could shit on his own. You know, he can make himself a sandwich. He starts becoming an afterthought. <laughs> he starts becoming, I'm not saying he's not important. Like, like if like if that kid dies, you're going to be devastated. But, you know, you start putting less and less mental resources into that kid while he grows up. You know what I mean? So what I want to teach my child is that trust no one. <laughs> Promises are shit. Trust nobody's word and never depend on anyone for your own fucking happiness. 
You want to go to Chuck E. Cheese? You take yourself to Chuck E. Cheese, you fuck. You go into Daddy's credit card. You steal Daddy's phone. You download Lyft or Uber. Use a promo code. Don't use all my fucking money. Fucking Google, you know, podcast promo codes to use on, on Uber or Lyft. Create an account with my credit card. Take yourself to Chuck E. Cheese. Don't rely on me, you fuck. Don't rely on me. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is a really important, but Chuck E. Cheese is so important for like a kid's development because Chuck E. Cheese is like a child's first encounter with capitalism. And I'm not sure if this has been said before. Like someone has had to make this comparison before, but Chuck E. Cheese is a child's first encounter with capitalism because you work so hard. You put so many hours and coins and fucking just mental resources into fucking playing this dumb game. These fucking games that last 10 seconds for tickets, for tickets. These rigged games for tickets, bro. You make your child play and waste all this energy when he really wanted to play. You know, those fucking car games when you really wanted to play those other exciting shooting games, you know. For some reason, there's always like these fucking deer hunting games for the redneck kids. And, you know, he wastes all this time just just doing all, all that he can, wasting all of his parents' money to win that fucking cheap drone that was purchased at Wish that costs 30,000 tickets. He fucking worked hard over this false, you know, illusion that he could actually make that amount of tickets in two hours with 20 bucks worth of tokens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Disillusioned. And at the end of the day, he takes his fucking handful of tickets and all he could do is purchase like 10 fucking cheap toy soldiers that he could have purchased with a buck at the dollar store, dude. That day, the day, I'm not going to take my child to Chuck E. Cheese until he could read at a, like, 8th grade level. Once he could read at an 8th grade level, I'm taking him to Chuck E. Cheese. I'm going to let him go through the disappointment. And after that, I'm going to give him the communist manifesto. That's how you convert your kid. <laughs> Their first run-in with capitalism. You explain to them that's how the real world works. Get used to it. Get used to this. Read this book, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I haven't read enough about communism, socialism, capitalism to actually have a real opinion on it. I don't know. I, I think it all sucks. And I don't have an answer. Just this is the constant state of annoyance podcast. We we we, we complain, we whine, and we move on. <laughs> this isn't about solutions, guys. Whoever's like, I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't offer any insight. I'm just here for you to go, man. I felt what he's felt. Yep, life is annoying. I'm just here to just like take that energy out, try to make it funny, and for you to digest that and to giggle a little bit. That's all I'm doing here. You want insight? Go to fucking Rogan, bitch. You want fucking insight? I'm 23 years old. What insight do I have? 
You know? What insight do I... I don't know anything. The fuck do I know? <laughs> I'm 23 years old, dude. I'm 23 years old. One thing I do know is how annoying organic food is. Organic food, dude. Organic food is always a fucking letdown. I'm always disappointed whenever I have organic food. But no matter how many times I'm disappointed, whenever I see the organic logo slapped on a frozen box of whatever the fuck, my hopes get up. I let my hopes... I let my hopes climb up Hope Mountain for whatever reason. And I know this is not my first encounter with organic food. I know. And, you know, organic food has a pricey fucking tag on it. It has a hefty price tag. And you let yourself, you know, because since you're paying so much and it has the word organic, you're like, ooh, you know, something different. It costed a lot. You know, then when you finally put that food in your fucking mouth, when that food touches your fucking mouth, you, you, you over chew, you do a lot of, there's a lot of smacking of the mouth, just a lot of like overreaching to validate the reason why you paid an extra seven bucks for something that normally costs Five. You're always disappointed by organic food, dude. My mom bought a fucking bag of organic chicken nuggets. That's not a sexy sentence. I'm 23 and I can acknowledge that is not a sexy sentence. No one is getting wet over me saying <laughs> my mom bought me a bag of chicken nuggets. I know. I know. But we're in quarantine. And all the options are bye-bye. So I don't care. <laughs> I will embrace my man-childness. <laughs> and she bought a bag of organic chicken nuggets because of the whole headline of the Tyson plant having, you know, a bunch of employees that had coronavirus. And I think someone died, which is super sad, at, over at the Tyson you know, food processing plant of coronavirus. So my mom thought that, you know, because I like Tyson chicken nuggets. There's this bag of chicken nuggets, the Peco breaded chicken nuggets at Costco. I think it's like 10 pounds, 5 pounds. It's amazing. It, it costs so little and lasts so long. It is so delicious, dude. It's the perfect I came home you know, drunk snack. It's the perfect lunch. It's the perfect I'm too lazy to cook dinner. It's it's just great, dude. It's a valuable resource. You could you could fucking you know, you could take these nuggets and you could ration them. They're great. They last you don't even have to ration them. They last forever. They're the ones I like. You know, those are the ones I wanted. And mom brought these bullshit organic ones. And she bought these bullshit organic um, chicken nuggets, which, you know, I saw the organic logo on it. And I'm like, ah, you know, my hope started climbing Hope Mountain, you know. I'm like, okay. You know, I grabbed a bag. Oh, this isn't five or ten pounds. This is like. 
three to two pounds. I'm like, okay, I shake it. The bag's half empty. You know, I asked my mom how much it costed. Oh, the same price. Ooh, the same price as the fucking Tyson chicken nuggets. Hey, they gotta be good. If we're paying more for less, that means that there's less quantity and more quality. That's what my brain is fucking telling me, right? Me, me in this fucking state of everything's right with the world, you know, every, you know, and I'm in this, in this bullshit dilly dallying state. I finally heat up those fucking nuggets. And let me tell you, I smacked my mouth a lot. I went, I overchewed. And I, I, to compensate for that horrible experience, I watched two hours of videos of chickens getting tortured. <laughs> right then and there, in that moment, I realized I just, just torture the chickens. Keep them in small cages that they barely fit. I don't care. Put all the preservatives in those fucking Chickens, which by the way, why do I want my chicken nuggets to be organic? Okay, chicken nuggets, you're not getting a prime cut of chicken in your fucking nuggets. You're getting the scraps, bro. I don't want happy chicken scraps. Who gives a fuck? They're scraps. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Punch the chick. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. In that moment, I'm like, dude, pump those chickens filled with those fucking GMOs. With those fucking taste bud stimulating hormones. I don't care if those hormones convert those chickens into roosters. As long as I'm having a pleasurable experience, I don't care. I really don't care. I'm only going to eat chickens that have been tortured from now on. That's who I am right now. I want all of my chickens to be fucking choke slammed. I want all of my chickens to be brutally fisted. I want all of my chickens to be kicked every hour on the hour by a fucking retired soccer player. That's what I want. Kick it in the air. It's a bird. Kick it in the air. Let it be in the air. That's where it's supposed to feel comfortable. You know what? I don't care. I really do. Fuck organic, dude. I don't care if you pet them. I don't care if you read it a bedtime story to every chicken. Fuck that. Fuck that, dude. Fuck humane farm. I don't. It was so. That, that's how bad these nuggets were. And I still have a bunch to go. Thank God that it's only like two pounds worth of like disgusting chicken nuggets because I'm going to have to eat it. You know, we're all fucking rationing our, you know, our food, whatever you buy, you have to eat it. You know, these aren't times to be fucking picky, but I'm going to complain. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. I'm not going to throw it out. What am I, you know, what am I heartless? Yeah, I'm going to eat the food. There's people out there without food and there's chickens out there in a lot of pain. And you know what? Good. <laughs> Great. Make them taste better. That's what I want. You can't fucking make. You can't make organic food that tastes bad because when it tastes bad, what you're what you're letting the consumer know is, look, we treated these chickens well. We gave them the best food, you know. 
they have the best soil. They grew up in the best soil, and they taste like shit. No one cares about the ethical. Like I'm, a, I'm already. They're they're dead already. They're dead. I didn't kill them. They're dead. I'm living in the moment. Isn't that what like meditation and all this bullshit is all about? Like living in the moment, experiencing the now. I want to enjoy the moment. Give me a post tortured dead chicken. That's what I want. I want those Holocaust chickens. That's what I fucking want. Pump them up full of hormones to the point that they're so bloated and fat that their fucking legs break over their own weight. I don't care. I I don't grab it by the neck and then fucking body slam it by grabbing it by the neck like a fucking cartoon. I don't care, dude. I don't when it comes to chi- when it comes to birds, it's it's I'm not I'm not a bird, bro. I'm a mammal. I care about more about like Cows, those like cow, those like, you know, factory farming, torturing cow videos. Those hurt me because cows can cry. Chickens don't cry. Fucking kick I don't care. I drop a rock on its head, you know, torture it to the point that none of them cluck, dude. You've, you, you fucking, you've inflicted so much pain that those chickens do not dare to cluck in your presence. That's what I would like. Does it taste good? Give me that. (laughs) You know, if it's one thing I learned by these organic chicken nuggets, if it's one thing that I fucking learned with my experience eating those, is that chickens, chickens are like children, you know? Like the more you torture them, the better they taste. I'm not the one, I don't know this, but if you ask like your local billionaire, your local congressman, email Hillary Clinton, they will tell you. Like that's what they do. They torture these kids. They eat them. They taste better when they're like afraid, when when a lot of pain has been inflicted in them. And not only that, they take the, the child's pineal gland and they extract this chemical, the fear chemical inside their inside their pineal gr- gland. They eat the pineal gland too. That's called adrenochrome. And then they, you know, because everyone's like, hey, DMT, man. Hey, get, get on acid. Do some shrooms, man. And just fucking chill out. You know, everyone wants to do DMT and fucking go to the fifth dimension plane of existence. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. Take some fucking adrenochrome, you know, eat the pineal gland of a tortured child and hang out in the negative fifth dimension and fucking party with demons and shit. Have a blast. Children (laughs) are like chickens. (sighs) I'm just in the mood of saying horrible shit, man. I've just been trapped in here and I don't even know what's right or wrong anymore. (laughs) And I think most of us are there too, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God, dude. You've ever wondered how disappoint how disappointing it has to be to be a fifth dimensional being? How frustrating it must be to be a fifth dimensional alien, you know? Like someone just gets into this like 
Zen state or they take like DMT plus being in the Zen state. You know, they've worked themselves in a like spiritual level, aggressively worked on themselves on a spiritual level, you know, and they're finally enlightened, you know, and poof, there they go. They pop in your front door and you're a fifth dimensional being. You're just being just filled with love and compassion passion and comprehension and you just and 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 what you do is you like you tickle their fucking third eye you open it dude you fucking brush off the final you know eye crust in their third eye you know because most of us we're for our third eye is just farted on by society our third eye is just farted on and we have fucking eye crust on it, dude. Thanks to this. What is that disease, dude? When you have like shit particles in your eyes and and when you fucking sleep, you get like this like chicken tender crust on your fucking eyelashes. <laughs> that thing. I'm blanking out on the name right now. You know? And that fifth dimensional being just applies some like anti-third eye, anti-third eyelash crust on your third eyelashes and you open up and you're enlightened. You're fucking enlightened. You see the truth. You see reality. It all finally clicks, dude. That click that we all want so bad. The click that I want so bad, dude. I'm going through life. I'm going through this fucking plane of existence being just like, I don't know. Just saying that I don't know because I don't know. I don't objectively know. I haven't done the work because I'm a lazy fuck. But these people have done the spiritual work and they got there and they encountered the fifth dimensional being filled with love and comprehension and they fucking enlightened them. And then when they come back down to this plane of existence with all this newfound knowledge, they're like, booyah, bingo. Time to start a cult and capitalize. <laughs> Time to make some money and to start some orgy. <laughs> you know, and you, that fifth dimensional being, you're following the path of this person that you recently enlightened and you see that that's the choice that they decided to make. It's not everyone, but some of them, some of them. And you see that and you're like, what the fuck did I, I'm a fifth dimensional being. I should know better. And this person with this all holy universal truth, you know, they have the, they have the, the answers, the answers. You know, that reason why you don't want to wake up in the morning is because you don't have the answers and these people have it, dude. And they're going to capitalize on it and they're going to use it to fucking, they just, they have this knowledge and they give in to the like human bodily biological instincts to just like, you know, get more resources and fuck bitches with this all holy truth of the universe. You know, and they start a fucking cult and they do a bunch of orgies, dude, and they capitalize. And you, that fifth dimensional being, that's your fault. You gave him that knowledge. You didn't have to do it. No one told no one told you to do that and you did it anyways. <laughs> you know? And then then and there, you a fifth dimensional being, you're just fucking 
just fucking frustrated. Like, what the fuck, dude? You And you fall into a fifth dimensional depression that takes you into, into using fifth dimensional heroin and you become part of the fifth dimensional opioid epidemic. And after fucking eons, because, you know, time works differently in the fifth dimensional plane of existence. After eons and eons of fucking constant use and abuse of fifth dimensional opioids, you fucking, you say no more, and you decide to just turn your life around, and after, you know, you do a lot of like fifth dimensional spiritual work on yourself, you know, you say, fuck it, I want the all holy truth, and you take fifth dimensional DMT and that blasts you that blasts you to the sixth dimension and then a sixth dimensional being enlightens you and uncrusts the fucking chicken tender crusts that's keeping your third or maybe fourth or who knows man seventh eye shut and you're enlightened you know and then you go back to your fifth dimensional plane of existence dude and you're like holy shit i'm gonna use this knowledge to game karma which is the currency (laughs) in your fifth dimensional plane of existence and you start a fifth dimensional cult and the fucking and just the pattern repeats dude it's just an endless pattern (laughs) oh i don't know man i don't know i need out I need out. Someone take me out of this fucking cage. I I agree with the fucking madness. I agree with the anger behind all the protests, you know? I agree with the raw feeling behind, you know, these protests and these, like, sign-holding white people, you know, with their weird messages, like they want a haircut. I understand the feeling. I understand the raw emotion behind that, but it's just... It's fucking wild. I want out. I want out too, man. I want a haircut, but you know, it's all, who the fuck knows what's going on? Anyways, let me look for that inspirational quote. But anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. It really helped me get through my week, especially lately. And the inspirational quote of the week is loneliness doesn't have much to do with where you are. Hugh Hefner. This is a very, very beautiful quote. And it's true. You know, you could be with people and be lonely. And even if you are alone, it doesn't have much to do with where you are. Just make an imaginary friend. You fuck what? You don't, you, what, your frontal lobe is still processing, you motherfucker? A five-year-old could have an imaginary friend, dude. And your brain is more developed than them. Stop crying. Ooh. I feel lonely. My mental state's decaying. Get an imaginary friend and shut up. (laughs) No, but, man, it just, dude, if you are alone, just reach out. That's all I got to say. One thing that's helped me a lot with my mental health, uh, it's just calling my friends, man. It's just, it's, 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 it's medication, dude. Calling your friends, man. It really is. Call someone, dude. Reach out. Just don't fucking isolate. Don't self-isolate. Talk to your friends or family. Because really, it's just, you know, really, this is this is true. Like, loneliness doesn't have much to do with where you are. So anyways, that's the podcast. I hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. If you're not following the podcast on social media, hey, man, do me a favor. Just follow it on, on Facebook, on Instagram, all that information 
is on the episode notes or the subscription. Okay, follow the podcast, please. Subscribe on the YouTube channel, dude, because I don't only do these fucking podcasts. I also do content. I'm really proud of the content that I'm doing lately. I'm putting a lot of work into it. So, you know, if you could if you could click on that, appreciate it. And share it with a friend, dude. Share this podcast with a friend. Share my content with a friend. If you really enjoy what I do, that helps a lot. But anyways, I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Peace the fuck out.